0: you saw the very best players the entire country has to offer, and you saw it throughout the course of the weekend. He's growing. He's improving at such a rapid rate. He, he's going to be a very good player. This guy's a cross between Sean Marion and Lamar Odom. He's a six-foot-eight lefty, a high-level athlete, but also got a little bit of point-forward skills in him as he can handle and pass the ball extremely well. At this point, they are simply the standard by which everyone else is judged in prep school basketball. He's considering the likes of Michigan, North Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas. Welcome back to the latest episode of the Upside Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Finkelstein, and on this episode, we have a historic guest, the first female... To be in charge of a grassroots basketball circuit. And I am talking about Adidas's Reese Hollins. Thank you so much for joining us here today.
1: No worries. I appreciate you for, for letting me hang out with you today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I want to start right with it because as I told you off the air, I said, you know, every time I have a, I have a guest, I, I go into the research and I I Google and I spend hours trying to figure out exactly who they are. And <laughs> you don't exist
1: online. <laughs> You know what? It's probably because you're, um, my, my nickname is Reesey. My, okay. my legal name is Aisha. So okay. um, a little background about myself, um, because I am a ghost. I, I I think if you find, if you look up Reese, you'll find a few things, but born and raised, um, in the Bay area, Oakland, California <laughs> to be exact. Okay. Um,
0: Let's go. Warriors. Uh,
1: yes. Um, okay. yep. Um, basketball was first love. Um, mm-hmm. I think I probably fell in love with basketball just from watching my father, my cousins, um, play and mm-hmm. picked up the b- a ball, was pretty good. Um, and never put it down. I played at Berkeley High School. Mm-hmm. Um, won- we won a state championship. Um, was highly decorated coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, got a, a full ride to USC, played ball at USC three years, and ended up transferring out. Actually, finished up at Long Beach State. Okay. I, would say I graduated in June, and in September, I was in Turkey. Oh, wow! <laughs> so, yeah, and so it was turkey portugal sweden and germany um and then when i was in high school i also went to russia with the um junior um usa olympic team and wow so having basketball like literally be the focal point of my whole entire life you know i'm looking at my resume and it's all basketball right basketball player mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. basketball camp counselor uh mm-hmm. basketball coach and it was like okay it wasn't that basketball is most definitely a profession but for me i was like okay i want to do something else and so mm-hmm. i'm in love with sneakers and love with basketball mm-hmm. and so i was like what profession can i get into that is, is tied to that world mm-hmm. and um it's funny i was telling this story to a friend um, not too long ago i saw an ad on craigslist and it was like mm-hmm. hey do you like sneakers and i was like i love sneakers mm-hmm. So i blindly just applied to the craigslist ad and it was actually an agency job um, working for nike and I worked with Nike on the agency side for about, like, two two years and some change. Okay. I, I had a, a stretch where I actually went to play overseas um, for, like, three to, I think, six months, actually. And then I came back and got the agency job back. Um, from that um, job, I transitioned over and I started working for Nike um, out of the L.A. office. Um, and my categories were, like, basketball and Nike sportswear. Did that for about four and a half years. Um, wanted to try something different. Um, so I kind of hopped around different agencies, experiential agencies here and there, kind of did my own thing with my own agency for a while.
0: Oh, um, cool.
1: Yeah, just being a creative, you know, sometimes yeah. like you get in the space and you want to be, you know, you want to bloom a little more. So mm-hmm. I said, you know I want to do it on my own. So I did it on my own for about two years, mm-hmm. loved it. Um, uh, but as you know, being an independent contractor, like that's tough, right? Yeah, you're battling for work, yeah, you you know, battling you know, new technology that's coming out. So I was like, okay, this is cool, but like, you know, it's a little tough. Um, and so I um, transitioned over and started working for um, Times 10. Shout out to my family over at Times 10, which is a, a creative agency. And I was, became the basketball strategist for them. Was a huge blessing because um, that's where I met my Adidas family. Okay. And it was like an easy transition. Um, I transitioned from that agency role as a basketball strategist right into the role I'm in now and when i tell you adam that this has been the dopest experience in my corporate professional life thus far i have an amazing team i get to work in basketball Mm -hmm. and i think the dopest thing is that i get to work at basketball at the grassroots level like love nba love college but like the core is here right and so just super excited um super blessed most definitely And I'm extremely thankful.
0: And making history in the process. Were you aware of that? When they offered you the job that you said, wait a minute, nobody's ever done this before. Not just (laughs) at Adidas, but in any (laughs) of the three major sneaker circuits.
1: You know what? No, I wasn't. All I knew is that I wanted to come in and and work my ass off, excuse my language, Mm -hmm. put my passion and my creativity and my experience um, behind a game that I love. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And hearing that, it sounds so crazy, um, but I think it's definitely a, a moment that I'm, I'm proud of um, mm. because like all strong women in any corporate space, it's tough, right? Yeah. So for me, I'm at 150 every single day, not only because I want to be the absolute best, but I want to represent myself, my family, my friends, and people who believe in me. And again, I'm going to big up my Adidas family. I love my team. They're absolutely phenomenal. I got Brandon Walker, um, who I call my favorite person at the brand, uh, <laughs> Langston Walker, um, no relation. Um, Bo and Leo, amazing team. Um, I think I'm unbiased, but I definitely believe that we can hold our own against anybody.
0: Nice, nice. And obviously, with the uh, the the live periods, as they're affectionately known, coming back, we're we're getting ready to do that. But I want to dig into to something you just said, and this is the fun part of these conversations where you know, normally I have like a list of subjects or a list of questions I wanna to go to, but in this case, like I said, because I had nothing coming in, yeah. we're just gonna kinda, you know, let this conversation happen organically. But when you were talking about the agency work and the creative work, cause I've noticed that that just little bit of a footprint online um, in 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 your background. Can you, like what type of creative work were you doing and how how is that, or does that um, impact the kind of work you're doing now?
1: Yeah, most definitely. I think, um being a basketball player, right, there's so much creativity in the game, right? Yes. And, and, and moves you make and the strategies, even for, from a coaching standpoint. And Absolutely. so for me, being an, an athlete and stepping into a creative role, it just it seemed like um second nature. Because mm. I, I was already a creative in a in performance standpoint, and then I was able to unlock that creativity um from a business standpoint, if, if that makes sense at all. So mm-hmm it just opens it gives me a different lens you know because people um sometimes who are just kind of like subjected to like one thing or one sport your lens is, is a certain way but when i'm working at these creative agencies i'm i'm working on football and baseball and i make i may work on a Calvin Klein ad or i may mm. work on um an ad with i don't know beats by dre and you mm. get to see like and hear what the kids like right you mm. get get upfront and personal with the consumer and so for me and the role I'm in, having all that experience with having to create um, campaigns, um, or digital assets, mm. so closely connected to our core consumer now at Adidas, which is pretty much the core consumer for all the brands that I was talking about, it just opened up my palette, right? Mm. So my creative approach to basketball has so many layers to it because of my experience working at all these creative agencies um, and, and work with so many different brands. Um, it, it, so, and so it's cool.
0: not- It sounds like your creative work really uh, went into a couple different spheres, too. That's what I was wondering. I was like, is this video work? Is this like, is this Photoshop? Is this uh, making ads, as you said? And it sounds like it really encompasses a variety of different initiatives and platforms.
1: Most definitely. So it it can be anywhere from brand strategizing, right? Creating um, digital content, partnering with different athletes and doing different partnerships with different brands. And how are we rolling that out? Um, as a campaign from a digital standpoint, if it's on TV, right? If, if, even if it's a billboard, if it's print, it mm. was just so like, um, broad, you know, mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. able to just suck up all the learnings and all that experiences. And like I said, and being able to apply a different lens to basketball, I think that most definitely gives me an edge.
0: Mm. You know, that that is, it, it certainly sounds like a, a unique uh, standpoint. So then what is the and I do want to make this, this mostly about you, but I've got to ask, what is the vision? You know, you are taking over everybody's back. Everybody missed grassroots basketball last year, certainly in its normal form. But, but what can we expect from, from the, the, you know, the Recy plan or the Recy vision, all that creativity. What's, what's just, just a couple of, you don't have to give me the whole playbook, but I, I you know. Um, I,
1: I think for me, um, excitement, right. Mm. Um, Creating experiences that really engage, I call all the kids my kids, but our kids. Mm. Um, Because everything moves so fast. And just being able to create compelling experiences, compelling digital or moments that is going to grab and and engage them and and actually build. Um, Mm. I'm really into building um, with people, especially from a relationship standpoint. The only way for me to really get to know you is for me to build with you on that level. But yeah, like excitement, um, building relationships um, and being able again that compelling, be I, I call everything content. So that compelling content that's going to keep, you know, the kids engaged and excited yeah. about what we're doing.
0: Is that going to be in terms of the way the events are covered or the, or the way they experience it when they're there? Yeah, overall.
1: Okay, cool. It's all encompassing. Yeah, and I don't want to cool. say too much. That's yeah, yeah, much.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I got to yeah. book my yeah. tickets now. Hold on, we're going to pause. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Uh, no, that's, that's very cool. That's very, and, and I assume the debut of, of this vision, if, if you will, is, is, uh, Alabama. Is that
1: right? We'll, we'll pause on that one. Um, okay. Calvin, okay. Calvin, I do, what I do for you, I sent, we actually sent out, a, um, there's a digital asset that's out right now and I'm going to send okay. it to you and it just lets you know, like, you know, something really cool that the kids will like that's visually compelling and stunning. Got some music to it, but it gives information in regards to, to the dates for 3SSB. Yep. Um, and get some really cool like shots of um you know what happened i saw,
0: I saw it it's on your it's on your uh your ig right yep 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 is. no very cool yep absolutely absolutely and you know what we'll do we'll put that in the show notes too so everybody listening can check that out we'll we'll embed that right there okay. um tell me about now if, if they've got let's say there's there's young girls listening whether they're whether they're ballers or not and they say you know what that is that is cool i want to do that what's is your, is your journey one that can be replicated? I mean, it sounds like it's, I remember when I was trying to get into coaching, I was always looking at everybody's bio. And, okay. First they were a player and then they were a division three assistant. And then they were a Dobo at division one, your trajectory and your path seems so unique. Mm-hmm. Is, is it one that can be like going back? Was this, it, it doesn't even seem like this was necessarily the plan, but this is just the way it organically evolved. Am I, am I off base on that?
1: Um, I, w- I would not say it wasn't the plan i knew i wanted to work for a big company right that was okay. the sp- sport culture that word is all yeah. so used but sport culture and sneakers right okay and, and um just growing up that was just cool mm. so I, I think for me knowing that i wanted to work for a big company not knowing which big company though right mm. um so so that was unique in a sense but because the m- majority of us athletes we feel like we are gonna play forever right mm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. i think we're a little bit more realistic. Like, okay, let let me, you know, find something that um, I can really um, create and build a foundation on. But I, I think most definitely, it's it's a unique path. But I think, um, regardless of the uniqueness about it, I think a few things that um values that I really um lean on are being persistent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I work really really hard. I have a really, uh, you ask all my colleagues. Like, I'm up at five in the morning. I work out. At six, you know, Um, I'm not I'm intermittent fasting. I'm not eating. I'm drinking. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm but then how I'm, many
0: I'm, hours I do that, too. How many hours? So what's your routine? So no, 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 I I look, we're going to dig into it. Now we're going to have some fun because we're going to dig into <laughs> like this <laughs> daily architecture stuff. So how, how many hours do you go?
1: So I, I stop eating at five and I don't eat again. Oh, wow. until, yeah. So so I recently I just recently started doing this for probably like three and a half, four weeks. So I stopped eating at five and I won't eat again until noon. But. What I was doing, what I've been doing for last couple of more than the last couple of years, but what I've been doing for a while is I won't eat later than eight, so I usually eat around like seven, and the next time I'll eat yeah. will be at twelve um, a while. yeah, and so like for me, I just think being an athlete and being disciplined and being persistent um those are a few values that I feel like if any young lady or any young man apply them to their lives, um they right. can get what they want to get you and and of course, be thankful, and of course, I was so blessed. And I I will say that, like, God most definitely looked out for me throughout my whole entire journey. But persistence, like following up with people, um, being a man or woman of your word, that's really big Mm -hmm. to people. And at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, um, I I think it's more so about um, really knowing what you want to do, researching that, learning it, and then going to apply. Not necessarily for a job, just in general. Apply yourself to where you want to be. So, I, mm. I think that, yeah, if I was speaking to somebody else who was like, I want that job, most definitely you can get it. Just be persistent, a man or woman of your word. Um, and I just, and also, I don't want to say don't take no <laughs> for an answer because I know I, my email is constantly blown up with people like, you know, they want to inquire, right. they want to know. And I try right. to hop on and do informational as much as possible. Um, my schedule is crazy. Um, but I'll say, When someone does tell you no, um, don't take that as a this isn't for me or I'm going to email them again. I think just find another approach.
0: Yeah. Right. 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 Get creative. One of the things I tell people, I'm, I'm curious how you how you feel about this. I tell people instead of, like you said, your emails, I'm sure full, you know, how do I do what you do? Which You know, I think a lot of us get that stuff. And What I try to tell people, and I preface this by saying, "This don't do this for me, but the next time you're in a situation like this, reaching out to somebody, instead of reaching out and basically asking them for a favor, asking them for their time, asking them for an opportunity, asking them for something, reach out and provide, offer value instead and build a relationship that way so it's a little more authentic and say, you know, hey, Reesey, I uh, love what you do. I was following. I don't know if you saw this, this, and this. Maybe it'll help you. We're just... You know i I think that strategy because i'm kind of more naturally introverted and i know when i was trying to network and stuff like that it was you know i I didn't find that very natural until somebody said like hey just you know send them something of value if you know what they're doing And, and that to me was a little bit more uh natural so uh, just a quick little ad ad lib there if people are listening about ways that I found like for networking and being persistent without just being annoying because that's basically <laughs> the right. timeline uh, you're trying to walk there, right?
1: Yes, most definitely. And I think for me too, I'm aware of how blessed I am and I want to be a service. Mm. I know that you know I was put here not for myself, I was put here for everyone else, which is why I don't mind doing the informationals, um, which is my mm. I don't mind spending 30 minutes because um being made a black woman in a male dominated space um i want to be an inspiration not only for you know women but also for men um especially for african american men and women so like i want mm. i'm here to service, you know i'm not here um to take i'm here to give so mm. that that's most definitely my spew on that and i think that's why um i have been so um i guess i i say successful in this space because i understand that i understand okay. that I'm here when to you're really a there, you're allowed to
0: say you're successful. That's that's <laughs>
1: <laughs> well successful in the sense where I'm 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 able to build real relationships with people. Yeah, you know, um, because I do genuinely care. At the end of the day, and I also know that me being in the position I'm in is not for me; it's for everybody else.
0: Well, I, I mean we're we're on this we're on this call on this podcast for that very reason. I mean, just just for some context, you know, I. Um, you and I got connected, I think it was in the fall and it was, it was someone who who said someone from the, uh, you know, three SSB family said, Hey, Reese's taken over. She'd love to connect with you. And, you know, I've been with the ESPN covering recruiting for over 10 years. And so between the three circuits, I've seen a fair share of directors. Very few have reached out directly trying to cover such a wide net. And then, and then had the, I would say the authenticity with which, um, you came across right away. And I was like, Oh, cool. Okay. Um, so that, that really, I mean, that really made an impression with me and I'm sure as you get out there, uh, have you had a chance to meet all your different directors now or is, or is it, you know, is that, have you guys done your meetings or is this, this still, you know, are those introductions coming up or, or has that already happened?
1: No. Yeah. That's already happened. Um, cause we had our, our first summer before COVID and so, okay. you know, we're a family. Like I absolutely, I love my directors, um, yeah. because I, I know how hard it is to, you know, to coach kids, you know, the parents, um, it's stressful. Um, and we are a family. I After, before I get off the phone, Hey, call me if you need me and not about yeah. basketball it can be about life. So no, we're, we're one big family. Um, I know those, every single one of those guys really, really well.
0: Cool. 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 Well, I know that I am looking forward to uh, seeing you—not over email or a screen, but seeing you in person and, and seeing what the the creative experience is going to be about. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, just want to wrap up with a, a couple like really quick questions. So, and, and you might have already touched upon this, but if somebody somebody's out there listening, college coach, uh, media member, grassroots coach, whatever the case may be, what's the big? What do you want those people to walk away from this knowing, like? Who, who is Reesey? What's what's the what? What are the biggest takeaways you want people to know as they they come and experience this this brand that you're building?
1: Um, I think first thing is that I'm just thankful and appreciative to be here, um, and because of that, I'm going to work my ass off um, mm-hmm. to create opportunities um, not for myself but for others. Um, two, I'm so passionate about um, this space, passionate about basketball. Um, so everything you see is going to be. Love, hard work, and authenticity. I love when you said authenticity. And and third, um, what's another one? Come up to me and talk. Come up to me and speak. Yeah. You know, um, I, yeah. I I'm very approachable, I'm very personable. Um, I want to meet as many people as possible. So so if you see me, come talk to me. And also, I think lastly, I would love to, to end it by saying like again, like why I'm here and my gifts and my talents don't belong to me. They belong to everyone else. And again, mm. um, me and my whole entire team, we're here to service um the people. And um I think that's that's pretty much it, Adam.
0: Cool. All right. Now the very end, I, I geek out at the end of all my interviews here. We already kind of got into it with the intermittent fasting, but you know, as I'm starting to get a little older, slowing down a little bit, I gotta be very, you know, uh strategic with how I, I plan my day. And I'm always trying whether it's a book to read, or a podcast to listen to—just big on on the you know the the personal growth side of it. So I like to ask everybody at the end if they have a book recommendation. But I give you, uh, I, I offer you the the freedom to make an audible. You can say, you know what, I don't have a book, but I listen to this podcast and it's really helpful for me. Or You can say, you know what, I don't I don't have time to do any of that, but this movie really resonated. I think it's I think it teaches a, a good lesson. So any kind of any anything along those lines um that you would you would like to offer and, and we can also revisit if I'm totally putting you on the spot here.
1: No you're not it's crazy because I'm an avid reader and I just literally drew a blank. Um, I think the last oh sheesh I'm trying to think of a book that really did it for me. Um I mean the four agreements but I think so many people have read the four agreements Um, I don't know that one.
0: actually.
1: Yeah. The four agreements is really good. Um, I think it puts life in perspective. Um, and again, it it allows you to, to remember your existence. I'm here, not for me, but for others. Mm. Um, so the Four, four agreements is really good. Um, Oh
0: wow. Four agreements. So this is what I do now. I'm just warning. I tend to go out and buy these books. Yep. And no. That,
1: you're gonna you're gonna like the four agreements, and it's an oh easy uh, yeah.
0: I don't on that on that bookshelf behind me. You can see a lot of the ones that were recommended on this. I know. uh What was it? Shaka Smart gave me uh, the Untethered Soul, and I was texting him last month. Right? I was like, you know, first month I wasn't really feeling it, and then like a couple months later, I picked it back up, and all of a sudden it was resonating. I was like, oh, this is, and I tore right through it. So. Different people have had different recommendations um, and I I tend to follow up with them and and then post on them on social media. So I appreciate that. Like I said, I geek out to end all these interviews because that's a good one. Um, Reese, where can people, if people want to follow you, want to follow what you're doing, where, where can they do that?
1: Um, well, I have my, my personal Instagram and I'm constantly throwing up whatever we're doing um, at Adidas. So uh, my Instagram is Reese, which is R E E C E E underscore creative. There <laughs> it is. Like, Yeah, we've been talking about creativity this whole time. I got one more book for you, too. A Lesson Before Dying is really good. Ooh, sounds good. Yeah. So, so, good. so check that one out. It, it's okay. really good. Yeah. But no, Adam, okay. I appreciate you. This was great. I hope I didn't say anything too crazy.
0: Um, no, not at all. This was, <laughs> this was good. This was good. I'm looking forward to seeing you in person. I'm going to get down there and, and I know you guys are in in uh, at least what's public as far as I know is Alabama and then uh, Omaha. Yes, um, the, that's what we'll be, the college coaches will be for the three SSB. I know a lot of people are looking forward to it. It's been a, a long, long time and uh, it's going to be a great summer. And, and again, just I think this is really important uh, because we've, we've been able, you know, last few months we've had a few different women in basketball who are, who are all pioneers. And I just think it's really, really important because uh, just to show as we continue to kind of, Stretch the, the the spaces we're in and break down barriers and stuff. And so, for you to have the position you do and to be the first person to ever do it is is going to create opportunities for other people uh, after you who you will probably never meet. So, thank you for all you do. Appreciate you coming on and uh, looking forward to to uh, being able to say hello in person in a, in a month or two here. Awesome.
1: Thank you, Adam. I appreciate you. Have a good
0: one. All right. Thank you. All right, everybody, that was Reese. And as I said, she is a pioneer, the first of her kind, grassroots director of a major national sneaker brand, Adidas 3SSB. Until next time, I'm your host, Adam
1: Finkelstein. Thanks so much for listening to the Upside Podcast.